All right. Good afternoon, everybody. We've got a good it, morning. Good good morning. It Shit. is 10.39. <laughs> <laughs> now, it is the afternoon on the East Coast. It is. It yes, is. It's it is. the afternoon somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere, indeed. Indeed. So, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're doing a bit of a simulcast slash post-game analysis slash pre-game analysis slash... Hey. Playoff analysis, aka a very fun episode. Yeah, it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna be full of fun, mm-hmm. full of fun indeed. Uh, so Sam, you're a much bigger soccer fan than I am. In fact, you might even call it football. <laughs> football. Give us your breakdown <laughs> of the, of the uh, World Cup match. Oh, it was a sad a sad way to end for the Americans. They 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 lost three one against Holland. Um, and uh, you know, to be honest, I was surprised to see them make it out of group play with with how poorly they performed against Wales and uh, barely hung on against Iran. So to, to to see them make it this far to the run of sixteen is a win in and of itself. Um, and you know they they gave it their best shot. I watched the game at a huge uh, block party in T- Tacoma, and uh, you know just to be surrounded by that crowd, big time atmosphere. It was fun. Yeah. Was fun. I- I completely agree with you as far as the offense just not showing up. Yes. I mean, it was almost eight hours of football, and they scored two goals. Right. It was rough. It was. It was pretty rough. It was, dude. And, um, you know, their their offense was so one-dimensional. They, they were constantly trying to push it up the middle, but they, they really didn't take advantage of the flanks, you know. And Holland was, was playing so far up defensively. I mean, if if those gaps had, had opened the Americans could have had some real chances, um, you know, and, and they played well on the counterattack. And, um, you know, I mean, what I am most excited about, though, is seeing the potential of this team, the third youngest team at the World Cup, how they will host the, the World Cup in, in North America in 2026. So much potential oh. just bleeding through that team. The next right, one's right in North now. America? It is. Do they know the yeah. cities yet? Uh, City? I'm not sure if it's announced yet, but it, it'll be played in Canada, the U.S., and in Mexico. Oh, so they're they're kind of doing what I was suggesting in our last yes. podcast, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I had yep. no idea. Uh, <laughs> I really didn't. I'm going to go ahead and take all your words on that analysis because I don't know what I was watching really. Uh-huh. It just seemed like they constantly kept trying to get the ball to the uh from the outside right to the middle and right. there's the, and the Dutch were just like a wall in front of them. They only had a couple of chances. Yes. Um they did r- really good on the on the the breakouts, I guess, the mm-hmm. fast breaks. Playing on the counter, this yeah. is what I'd call it. Uh, yes, from yes. Any other sport? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, playing on the mm-hmm. counter. Right. But yeah, the Dutch just dutched them out, man. They did. The midfielders were just a lot better, and yes, for a reason. Uh, uh, Tim Ream was just playing real flat-footed. The, the, he the, was. the defense. I mean, a couple mm-hmm. of goals. They passed the ball right to the middle, and uh, yes, I don't know if it was just a. Uh, uh, if they were dropping darks like Peyton Manning in there, or <laughs> if it was just poor defense, but it was very poor. Defense. I mean, there were so many un- unmarked players yeah. in the middle of the eighteen. Um, you know, that's that's just a poor de- defensive stand, and especially that that last goal that was scored right before the end of the first half. Mm-hmm. That was the U.S. being not only flat-footed, but just anticipating the half to be over. Like they were just waiting for the ref to blow his yeah. whistle. Yeah. You know, but they should have been actually paying attention to Daly Blind, who just sneaks in there, right, right past the 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 u.s keeper i mean it's it was like, it was on. a great cut though yes it I mean, was it he was. basically backdoored him too yes and then the, the, yes. the, um, the either he went to the ball you know basically found the target uh-huh. and and then was able to to attack it or it was a great pass again i don't know what i was watching really <laughs> but amazing cut in space yes no props doubt. to the dutch offense 
because frankly, from what the results I've I've watched um, over the past you know three games they played, like the defense looks pretty solid. Yes. I mean, they still they didn't give up any regulation goals. They had the one penalty kick. Right. Right. And and, and that's mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. So to give up three goals, you know, in this game just goes to show how much how how effective the Dutch offense was. Very Did you true. Agree? Yes. Yes. And the the Dutch, I think, going into that match, they were the second highest team in this year's World Cup. So I mean, okay. they were. Oh, so they, they were, were the, offensively the two hitting. seed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So were they the um, highest seed remaining, or did uh, who was the one going in? I would say the highest seed remaining would be Brazil. Argentina. Okay. So Brazil's ranked first in the world. I think that the two biggest upsets for me is Germany and Belgium. Yes. Two top top ten te- teams not advancing to the round of sixteen, but we'll we'll talk about that um, in a bit. I think it's it's really important to note here that um, Qatar, the the host country, <laughs> was far and away the worst team in this year's World Cup. They did not win a single match in group stage. Did they score any goals? No. They no, I'm sorry. They they did score one. Okay. Um, in their in their final match, but it is the first time ever in the history of the of the World Cup. The World Cup's been going on since 1930. That was the only year the the U.S. actually won. <laughs> but the, this is the first time ever in World Cup history that the host nation has not won a single game out of the group stage. Wow. That shows you how Qatar bought their way into this World Cup. They did not deserve to host the world's most exciting tournament, and you know they're their play kind of showed that mm-hmm. so uh just a very disappointing run in, in in the world cup for qatar and then also the second worst team in this world cup was canada they got fucking blasted every game <laughs> they were just torched dude them and qatar were the only two teams in this year's world cup to not win any of their group stage games wow. so we yeah. saw the dutch already win their opening match in the round of 16 Correct. out of the remaining squads who do you think has the best chance to win Let's look at the draw here. Because um, I know Argentina is playing next, correct? Yes, it's Argentina-Australia. And okay. I would say the odds on that game... Argentina by a lot. Yes. Australia oh, kind of snuck in, right? Like They, they, they were, certainly did. They were not a team that was expected to make it out of the group stage. Right, right. right. But they played very, very well in their group. Um, you know, they they hung around with, with France, too. That was an impressive stand on their part. They tied France? Is that what it was? Or they beat them? Um, so in group play, they they tied France um, uh, for six overall points throughout three matches. So okay. that's that's a win in, in and of itself. Um, yeah. So now moving forward here to the bracket, the round of 16. Um, let's see. I would say the favorites... In this draw, in the in the U.S. side, there um, the favorites going to the final four would probably be Brazil and Argentina. That would be an epic, epic match. Epic final. Oh my God! So that would be uh, in in one bracket of the final four. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, it'd be fun to see England and Spain there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because now France, all of their stars are not not all, but. But, I mean, they have one or two huge players who are both out for the rest of this World Cup. And then they had one talented midfielder who, who never even traveled with the team. He was injured before it even started. So, um, you know, the, the, the reigning world champ might not make um, another run here to the final game. So we'll, we'll see. It's, it's, it's going to be an exciting round of, of 16 here. So, you know, we, we saw so many upsets in the group stages and and who's to say that won't happen again when we have eight matches um, over these next three days. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so who do you think is going to take it then? 
who I think is going to take it. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I know Brazil's ranked first in the world. They are cer- certainly the favorite, but I I want to see Ar- Argentina win so badly. Mm-hmm. I really do. After all the pressure that's been placed on Lionel Messi's shoulders for so many years now, mm-hmm. this is his fifth World Cup. The man will not have another chance. Didn't he have like two pound of kicks blocked? He he did have one. <laughs> yes, he did. But I mean, he's he's been the face of Argentinian soccer for the past two decades. You know, and I mean, of, the, world, of the world too. Yeah. Yes, yes, very. Even true. I know who Messi is. Yes, right, right. I mean, he is the next Diego Maradona for that country. Um, so it, it would be fun to to see them win. Um, so we'll just see what what happens against Australia, though, because for all these teams, it's one game at a time. Can't can't be looking too far ahead. And uh, while we are talking about this this World Cup action, we're also um, watching the Big Twelve Championship. TCU K State, uh, the Horned Frogs just scored a, a field goal almost at the end of the first half. Uh, we have Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet, our all too common commentators, but they are a fantastic pairing. <laughs> <laughs> They are all too common. <laughs> that's that's the truth. They are the face of ESPN college football. I they, love it. They really are. <laughs> Calling the Big 12 championship, as they should be. Yes, for sure. For as sure. As they should be. Because the SEC championship is on CBS. So that'll be... Oh, shit. I forgot those those commentators' names. Um, one's one's old, one's young. <laughs> I was about, about to be like, is Tony Romo going to call the game? Like, <laughs> that would be fun, dude. That would be, that would be really fun. Yeah. Tony Romo has been basically like, like applying for a job. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. breaking down the offenses. No, I should be throwing the ball at 16 up there. You know? right. Number eight quarterback's got to make a better read. Yes, exactly, dude. Speaking exactly. of uh, college football, though, Deion Sanders going to Colorado. Yes, to the it's official. Wow. It's official. After so, the uh, SWAC championship, mm-hmm. um, that's basically, this is going to be his last game currently for uh, for Jackson State. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, he's, he's going to bring a lot of buzz, a lot of attention, and most importantly, a lot of transfers over to Colorado. Yes, because so, there's there, there's over a thousand kids from what you were saying yes, currently yes. in the transfer portal. Yes, there are over over wow. over probably over two thousand now overall in the trans. If you're going all the way through from uh, Division One down through Division Three. Okay, and is that just for football or for all sports? That's just for football. Wow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. there's thousands of students. Damn, that's that, amazing. I know it's <laughs> it's basically a, fr- a free agency market. You know, the, the yeah. good ones will get somewhere, and the not good ones will get pretty humbled. Right. And perhaps right, probably maybe have to walk on somewhere if they do decide to transfer to a school. I wonder, has the transfer portal ever, ever been this active going into an, a new year? I don't know. That's a, that's a great question. Yeah, because it seems like, like this year has been especially um, colorful with, with all these tra- transfers yeah. potentially happening. I'm pretty sure I, I saw a tweet. And I don't know if it's correct or not, but I think only 12 FCS schools have survived the transfer window with no players deciding to wow. the portal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how many FCS schools are there? I mean, uh, there's a hundred and I want to say 160, 160 something. Yeah. Cause FCS F- schools, FBS is about 110, 112. I think it's like in the in the one thirties now. Oh, I thought it was one twenty seven for a little while. It has expanded. Okay. Let's, let's look this up real quick. This is easy with a quick Google search. Yes. Number of FCS schools. So 125 FCS, 120 FBS. Okay, yeah, you're, okay. you're right. Okay. 125, 129. Huh. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah, that is. Crazy. That is wild. But th- there's definitely a hell of a lot more D, D, uh, D2. Yes. Football schools. 
169 D2 football schools. Wow. Okay. 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 See, so yeah, a lot of people players transfer portal. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of players. No and, you doubt. Know, I was averaging like six per team. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, it is. So anyway, my, my point was that Deion Sanders coming to Boulder, the turnaround should be pretty quick. Yes. Just because of the, the star power he's going to bring. I mean, he's probably going to bring his own kid. I imagine, right, to play quarterback for him. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of a stud. And yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. He's going to be an upgrade from anyone that Colorado was playing. I think Now, what's, um, what's his year? Yeah, oh, I think he's only a sophomore. Okay. Maybe okay. a freshman by eligibility. Right on. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, outside of that, there's a number of basically D1 studs. I know the, the top DB from the previous recruiting class, done with A&M. He he entered the portal, uh-huh. um, so, and there's also one more stud player from A and M that entered the portal as well. Um, but basically, I think all these guys have a shot to go play for for prime time with Deion Sanders <laughs> down there in, in Boulder, Colorado. It'll be really cool to see what what his his class yeah. is. It's turning it back into a, so this class of priest is already signed. Right, right. I'm, um, I'm sorry. The the next the class. next one. Yes, yes, the next one. So the the 2024 team. Correct. And right. um, just to kind of forecast how I think he's going to do with the star power. You know, six wins with this team next season. Amazing. If he gets a six, qualifies for a bowl game. I mean, he could leave the following year, and I think already the culture might have changed. But mm-hmm. with the transfer portal, how it's going. You never know. Yeah, very true. But I suspect he stay three to four seasons. You know, if he can turn around and win a Pac-12 championship, then <laughs> then I think it, it it'll propel him to whatever coaching job he really wants to take. Yes. And I don't know if he wants to go to the NFL and coach there, but it would have been such a quick ascension to the top for any coach. Mm-hmm. Um, literally yes. went from no coaching experience to taking a head FCS Division One job. I think he was at Jackson State for what three seasons? Mm-hmm. His third year there, mm-hmm. and then his fourth year, accepting not only a Division One FBS job but up in a Power Five conference. Right, that's huge. At a school that's had tradition in the past of being a good football team. Now that, mm-hmm. that hasn't been since the early '90s, right? And a little blip in the late 2000s, and then 2015, 16. You know, they got as high as the number I think 13 team in the country. Okay. Um, and and or, or sorry, number nine in the country, I believe. But then they end up getting smacked in the Alamo Bowl by uh, <laughs> Oklahoma State. Like oh. they got it was like 34 to zero or something like that. Yeah, they, they got crushed. That's bad. That's they got bad. crushed. Yeah. So with Dion coming to town, it it turns Boulder back into a football school since men's basketball has been the most successful program within the past uh-huh. decade. Um, yeah, it just brings some buzz back to Folsom. Yes. That's the first game he's going to play against. It's going to be Matt, against Matt Rule and Nebraska. Oh, and and this is this is a historic rivalry that I'm glad is going to get renewed uh-huh. uh, next uh, September. Yeah, because it, I don't, um, the Colorado's had like a, a three or four game winning streak against Nebraska. Okay, so it's going to be an epic matchup, and that'll be epic too because for both head coaches, that will be their first game with their new team. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Okay, to put it all. All the more into perspective. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot will be on, on the line for that matchup in 2023. I am no pumped doubt. about it, though. It's going to be great. Yes, dude. Bring it back. Bring it back. Because that rivalry was massive when Colorado was still in the Big 12, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Exactly. Because okay. they, they joined the Pac-12. Oh, shoot. 2014? 2014. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Was 2011. Oh, 2011. 2011. Okay. Yeah. 2011, okay. 2012. Gotcha. That was the year I graduated high school. Yeah, 2011, 2012. Yeah. Because my first year there was their last year in the Big 12. Gotcha. And I and I got to see uh, Robert Griffin 
at oh. Baylor. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh AJ Green at Georgia. Oh yes. He caught this sick like almost Odell Beckham esque uh-huh. like one handed grab. Yes, I know what you're talking in about. In the in the corner of the end zone. Yep. And yep. I, I was like, that was amazing. <laughs> right in front was, of the student section too. Yeah. So the, everyone was like, Yes. Wow. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> That but, just happened. Was that when Matt Stafford was throwing him the ball? I don't think it was Stafford yet. Okay. Okay. I don't I, I don't think so. Yeah. I, so I could be mistaken. AJ Green's older than Matt Stafford is is that what you're saying? I think so. Okay. By a class or two. I know I'm interested. Let, yeah, let's let's look it up. I'll look up AJ Green's age. I'll you look, look up Matt Stafford's age. Yeah, I got you. So AJ Green's thirty four. Matt Stafford is thirty four as well. Okay, so I guess they're the same class. Yeah. So Matt Stafford was in the two thousand nine NFL draft. Oh yeah, so it, it definitely uh, wasn't AJ him. AJ Green then. was in the 2011, yeah, draft class. Yeah, so yeah. It, it it definitely wasn't him throwing the ball then. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, must not have been. I don't know who the who was the quarterback before Max. Stafford. <laughs> yeah. Does it really matter? <laughs> he, he definitely made it to the league. Let's <clears throat> be a blast from the past. Um. Okay, Georgia starting quarterbacks. I knew. Georgia starting quarterback. He was a, a and it's and I guess he was technically an assistant or quality control coach. Oh, nice. Patone Bauda, yeah. Okay, right on. Yeah, he was getting death threats because oh. he um, he threw four interceptions <laughs> and 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 lost the game twenty four. Damn. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Patone. That that'll get you. So yeah. uh, before Matt Stafford is a guy named Joe Terahinsky. 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 TJ Shockley, no idea. No. Quincy Carter, hey, cowboy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cowboy up. That's right, yo. Yeah, but good off a tone, man. I like how he's the only player in Wikipedia who does not have an, a webpage. Yeah, one start. <laughs> the man lives in anonymity. I got his phone number. <laughs> oh, you did? I actually worked with him. He's a great guy. <laughs> right, right, right. Fatone? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Honestly, great football coach, too. Like That is cool. Really, really pushes players. Cool. I, I, I wonder what's coach. what's the origin of that name. That's Patone. Uh, I, th- I think he's unique. I think he's Greek. Greek. Okay. I think I could that's, be. I, that's cool. Patone. If I fuck this up, if you ever listen to this podcast, <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. But no, honestly, great coach. Yeah. Like, cool. Didn't kind of the coach that, 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 that was always like on the players for sure. Like let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, get lined up, get lined up, get lined up. Right. So, right. I think he's doing. I think he's doing real estate now. You know, because fr- frankly, at some point, you just gotta make some money and. It's really hard to make in college football, man, Very unless true. you got great connections. Very true. But yeah, great guy. Yeah. Really great guy. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Mm-hmm. We got the NFL. Yes, we Thursday did. night already occurred. I think it was a, a foregone conclusion of what this matchup was going to look like. I thought yeah. it was going to be closer than a 14 point win. Um, oh, you did? Yeah. I, okay. I took Patriots plus four. I was like, this, oh, this game is probably going to come down to one possession, I think. Huh. Just, just because of the rivalry and, and how good Belichick has been against the Bills in the past two decades. You know, and um, Mac Jones started off pretty hot, mm-hmm. had that one deep touchdown pass, and after that, slowed down pretty significantly. Yeah. And Damn, then dude. Josh Allen and the Buffalo offense just kind of wore him down. I mean, they didn't dominate the defense by any means. So the Patriots' D is for real. Like, right. like if, if they can just get it together on offense, and Matt Patricia's still the one calling plays, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not a matter of him not trying. I think that maybe they just stuck to their original game plan too much because they kept running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. Right. And you, you could see the visible frustration on Mac Jones' face that he just wanted to really throw the ball. Yes. Um, I think that there's that uh, viral clip of him saying, throw the fucking ball, man. <laughs> yes, The run right. game ain't doing shit. Uh-huh. I think uh-huh. Like, if you can lip, lip read. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
at the same time, though, Ramondre Stevenson has has been a pretty good back for them. You know, in his second year, I, I believe now in the NFL. Um, you know, I mean, not not terrible. Thirteenth overall in in rushing yards. Um, so with a good average, four point oh, yeah. six yards carry. Four point six. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, he's he's doing enough to help the offense, but. But again, it, it can't be too one one dimensional like like that like they've been forced to do. Yeah. <laughs> in so many games, trying to come from behind. Uh, so moving past the Bills, Pats here, um, Colts, Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a Sunday night game. Yes. I think the no, I, I don't think it was this week. I know the Broncos Chiefs game got flexed. Oh, it did. Um, I don't know if they flexed the Cowboys game into it or not. Okay. But either way. It's it's a game that that's gonna be a must win for the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, if they want to keep pace at least for the uh, NF, NFC East crown. Uh huh. And they're still two games back, at two in the loss column. Um, <clears throat> if they lose this one, drop it eight and four. Still looking at a wild card spot, but it's gonna be a much tighter race than they want it to be. True. Frankly, it's the NFC East versus the world right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's trying to catch them, with the exception of a nine and two Minnesota Vikings. They're a high flying division. If you put the yeah. any NFC East team in any other division, with the exception of NFC North, right, they're gonna be in first. Right. Right. They're gonna be in first. Yes. So, the um, <clears throat> the ultimate goal for the Cowboys is just to not choke this one out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's check the spread. What we got? For the Ooh, spread? I bet the spread's gonna be at least ten. Oops, I just X that out. Because the the Colts, dude, it was tough to watch them on Monday Night Football last week against the Steelers. Their their offense just can is not clicking at all. They have so much potential with the wide receivers, but Matt Ryan is immobile. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> he cannot move in the pocket. Oh, I called it ten yeah, and a half. Ten and a half for the spread. Good uh-huh. call, man. Yeah, ten and a half on the spread. Wow, dude. See, so, yeah, I suspect the Cowboys just go out and take care of business. Yes. Yes. Me too. Me too. I would say the only factor possibly keeping the Colts in this game late would be Jonathan Taylor, just from his his dual usage in the backfield, um, both as an exceptionally talented running back, but I mean he can also catch quite a few passes too. So um, you know he he is their their X factor because Matt Ryan is not. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So yes, we're we're both taking the the Cowboys here at home too. Yeah. Yeah. Big win. Mm-hmm. Big win for the boys. No doubt. No so doubt. So our next game, Steelers-Falcons. Like, usually I say, you know, let's just kind of run past this one this late in the season. But the Falcons are actually still in the playoff picture for the AFC. As hard as that is to believe, they're 5-7, so, right? Must-win game for yes. them. Yes. If the Steelers win it, I don't think it's going to really affect their odds at all. They're just, they're not, they don't have enough on offense to, mm-hmm. to really get them going. Najee Harris is not the running back that we saw last year. No, um, I know not. he's had a couple of injuries battling from that. And not saying he's not playing well. Just he has been playing well consistently enough to uh, really warrant you know, this, the same kind of offensive attention that uh, Kenny Pickett will ultimately need to be successful in the NFL right, right. now. Right. Um, Very true. So, yeah, Falcons at home, I'll take them. Even line, pick them game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it says a lot about both teams' passing offenses when the leading receiver going in, into this matchup is Pat Fryermuth, the tight end for the Steelers. That's sad, dude. That's, <laughs> that's the best overall receiver stats-wise going in, into this game. That's just... Shows you, um, you know, not only how run heavy the Falcons are, but how inefficient the Steelers have have been on on offense. The fact that um, their their rookie receiver right now, um, George in, George Pickens, yeah, Pickens, yeah, uh, he's he's so gifted, a, a purely raw receiver. I think if if he can re- refine his overall running route ability he'll be a fantastic specimen for them like a a a go-to guy on on third down in the red zone Mm -hmm. um but 
Falcons here. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. So for this sure. game, next game on the list, are, are Packers Bears. Other than it being once again a historic rivalry, it's really not factoring too much in the playoff picture. Both teams are uh, firmly outside of the top seven. Yeah, for sure. So let's just go ahead and pick it. What do you got? <laughs> Packers Bears. This is a game uh, that I don't really need to watch. No. Um, I'll take the Packers though. Yeah, taking the pack. Um, I'm gonna go home team here for the third time in a row. Okay. Um, announcing these these games, Justin Fields is healthy. He's a great two dimensional quarterback, uh, the ultimate dual threat. I'm I'm taking beer, Bears here. Bears at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High oh. scoring, high flying. Uh huh. I like it. Another game, relatively useless. Lions, relatively useless. Yeah. Outside chance of qualifying for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. However, their opponent, the Jaguars. I think they actually might have a better chance of off the playoffs. No, they don't. Ooh, they are. A, yeah. yeah, they're also outside <laughs> of the playoff picture. This this game does not have huge implications for not the really. overall league. Not um, really. Go so, Lions, though. Yes, I'll take Lions at home. I like. That. I'm a fan of that team. I like a fan that. of what Dan Campbell's doing out there in Detroit. Yes, yes, I did pick up Jamal. Williams in a trade this, Big this trade. past week in, yeah, in fantasy I, I, football. I think you won that trade. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm I'm glad you 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 talked me into going. Plus, forward. it's a dynasty too. Like, yes, you just you just secured kind of keep. you just secured yourself like mm-hmm. for the next few seasons at least having yeah, a true, dude. A, a running back that will at least get touchdowns. Yeah, and and how young is Jamal? Oh, I think he's only a third year player. I mean, let's let's click on his profile right here. He is he's 27. He's 27. Okay. That's 2017. Great. Yeah, dude. Played at BYU. That's 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 right. But yeah, BYU. the leading touchdown scorer in the He was NFL. probably the blackest man at BYU. <laughs> probably, dude. Man. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go against the grain with my first three picks. I'm picking the away team here. The Jaguars. Jags. Yes, the Jaguars. The Jaguars. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has is really coming in, into his own this year, despite the team not playing well overall. But I still like him, dude. He has so much potential. It's. I think this, this game... That that over under, I'm I'm taking the over there because both of these teams' offenses oh, yeah. can score, dude. Yeah. I mean, they can put up points in a hurry. Yeah. So uh, taking the over here, taking the Jags. Plus, I I, I foresee a lot of turnovers and short field touchdowns. Yeah, for right? sure. Like, Aiden sure. Hutchinson probably have a strip sack. Mm. You know, there's definitely going to yes. be a, a pick or two thrown by yeah. uh, Jared Goff. Although, <clears throat> again, he's still leading a top ten offense in the league, so he is not trying to hit on Jared Goff. Quietly having a great season. Yes. All right. So Jets Vikings. This game definitely does. Have playoff implications. The Jets were helped out by the Patriots losing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a look at the playoff standings. So the Jets are currently sitting seventh. Um, yeah, man, they're right now inside inside of the playoff picture. Change out the they quarterbacks are. and Zach Wilson with um, Devin White. Uh, you mean Mike White? Mike White. Sorry, yeah, yeah. just generic <laughs> name. Yes, very American. Generic, generic as heck. <laughs> Mike White. You might as well you, you you might as well have the name of Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Yeah. Joe Smith. Yeah. 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 Daniel White. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the question here is: Walter Where did White, Mike White, go to college? Oh, that's that's a good one too. Devin White, Mike Mike White. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Devin White? <laughs> was Devin White a quarterback for West Virginia? <laughs> I I have no idea, dude. Pa- oh, Pat Pat White. Pat White was yeah yeah. yeah and yeah. then there was Devin somebody <laughs> after him. Uh, with with with. West Virginia was yeah. Pat White and Steve Slayton. Yes. Fuck yeah. That's right. That's right. Mike White. Mike White. Football quarterback. Western Kentucky. That's Western my, Kentucky. That's my guess. Yeah. Oh, good shit. Western Called Kentucky. It. Called it, dude. 
dude, they have produced some some decent quarterbacks who who can throw uh, quite quite well. I mean, him and then um, the backup for the Patriots right now, who saw his his only game action on I think on Monday night. But I mean, he he played well too. Jordan Love. Um, what's his last name? It starts with a Z. Oh, Peter, oh, 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 Zappy. Yes. Yeah, Zappy. Yes, yes, yes. Bailey Zappy. Both, both Western Kentucky grads. Yes, they are. They're hilltoppers. Top in the right, hills. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, Jets, Vikings. Um, is it a primetime game? No. It is not. Ooh, Vikings at home, then. Vikings at home for sure. Yeah. They'll, they'll improve to 10 and 2. It Jets is, fall at 7 and 5. Yes. It is hard to go against the, the Vikings here. I, I think they're hitting their, their stride offensively. Um, you know, JJ, the best receiver in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. I think if Jamar Chase hadn't been injured the past five weeks, that that discussion might be a bit more balanced. But I mean, it, he he has proven far and away yeah. that the man is capable of some fantastic catches. And you um, just dumped Jamar Chase too. I did. Yeah, great, great. I did. I Perfect did. timing. Sold him high, dude. I For did. Real. Sold him right. high. Right, because with a torn hip labrum, how how is that going to affect his mobility? Maybe not for this year, but. You know, going down the road, the next two or three league, years. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, um, and I, I know from like a, a, a depending on what he got done for the surgery, like d- d- can definitely come back from it. Sure, uh, it's not the worst. I think uh, it wasn't Edelman. It was Amendola. I think had a, had a similar surgery. Okay, done done on him uh, oh, for, nice. for a torn hip, hip labor, and you know he, he came back from it. And this is back when he was on, on the on the St. Louis Rams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Amendola. Right. So. Um, yeah. Definitely able to come back mm-hmm. from a, a torn hip. He labor, did also have a hairline fracture though in the yeah. a- acetabulum. So I just, I just boy. think that Jamar Chase is going to be a little bit more injury prone than, um, <clears throat> than the players that you picked up for him. So yeah, very true. I really hope he I, again for Jamar Chase's sake. I hope he stays healthy. Hope yes. he has a great career. Yes, he's a wonderful receiver. It's fun to watch yeah, him. Exactly, yeah. but just take care of that hit man. Don't come back too soon. Yes, but back yes. to this game. <laughs> Jets and the Vikings. Okay, the uh, I just want to check the Jets' stats on defense here. Yeah, so vaunted defense by the Jets. Um, they're going to have their hands full covering J.J. Jefferson, uh, as well as, you know, handling a, proven to be a very good quarterback this year in Kirk Cousins. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, overall, though, it's going to come down to Mike White. If he showed out this week like he did last week, All that, then, this yes. Jet, then this Jets offense can really get going. Because mm-hmm. they have weapons, man. I, I mean, uh uh, Elijah Moore and um, fucking what's his name? I can't remember his fucking running back name, but whatever. Michael Carter. Thank you, thank you. Uh, is a is a suitable running back for them, but sure. they, but they, they can get the job done. So. Sure. Now, this matchup would be super interesting if if Brees Hall was st- was still a part. Yes, of the it would offense. be. It would be. That'd be really fun. They missed Mr. Brees. Yes. Mr. Yes. Brees Hall coming back next year though. Yes, All is. right, Commanders Giants here. This is a big game for the NFC too. East. Um, this this really decides. Um, who can get that that other wild card spot? Um, so let's see playoff standings right here. Um, they're both in it right now. Yes, you said the yes, entire NFC East right is Look in the playoffs that. right now. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. That is insane. <laughs> so this this will frankly dictate whether or not wow, um, you know, one of them will will, will continue to yes. climb in the playoff standings yes. or not. Very true. Overall, breaking it down though, uh, Taylor Heineke has gotten this Commanders team red hot. Uh, the, the offense has improved tremendously with him back mm-hmm. uh, yes. under center. Three wins in a row. Right. Last time that he he lost was you know just a three point loss to the Vikings mm-hmm. um, at New York. 
you know, New York's let me down in the last few weeks from a betting standpoint. <laughs> so I'm going to have to take the commanders here, not only to uh, cover the minus two on the road, but I think that they're going to beat the Giants team, who, um, again, a little bit one-dimensional with, with uh, Saquon Barkley. And right. If he can't get anything going on the ground, the Giants can't get anything going either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, of these past seven games that the Commanders have won six of them, I wonder what, the, what their time of possession has been average with those games because they, they've they controlled the ball so well on, on offense, limited opportunities for the opposing team's offense, you know. Um, so their, their, their play definitely warrants me picking them over the Giants too. Yeah. I agree. I like it. I, like I agree. It. Let's see where Saquon sits though on rushing. Ooh, easily top five. Yeah, number yeah. four. Yeah. Got to break 1,000. Wow. So there's three guys currently at 1,000. Yep. Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, and Nick Chubb. Of those three guys right there, real quick, who do you think is the best? Yards uh, aside. Oh, Chubb. Chubb. I yeah. think it's Chubb. I think yeah. Chubb is the most dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, not to take away from Derek Henry, I think he has the most dynamic plays. But overall, sure. as a pass catcher, all-around player, I think Nick Chubb just... Slightly edges out Derrick Henry at this point in their careers. I like that pick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not taking anything away from Derrick Henry. No. Nah. He's still the king. He is. Still King Henry. He is. All right. The man is a, a specimen. I don't want, I would. Ugh. God damn. Yeah. People, people get paid a lot of money to take that man down, and I understand why. <laughs> right. I understand why. Oh, that's funny. He's fucking huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, dude. I got you, dude. Thanks, yo. You're welcome, bro. Okay. So let's take it back a little bit to our next... Matchups here as this thing loads. Awesome. So Titans, Eagles. This should be a really good game too. Yes. Yes, it should. Rabel and the boys heading into Philly. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Philly takes care of business again. They're freaking good. They are really good. And, and they're playing at home. Yeah. Philly has the most rabid fan base of, of any sports t- <laughs> city in America. It, it, it really is amazing. Um, fun stat for you. Mike Vrabel with the Titans. Of, of all the head coaches who were former NFL players, mm-hmm. he has the third most games started of any head coach. Wow. Jeff Saturday is number two. <laughs> Just slides in there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Who's number one? Oh, shit. I As a player? I totally forgot. Uh, some... <sighs> Long time ago? Yeah, it was. Oh, it yeah. Was. So no, none yeah. that we know. Or right. you know, care about. <laughs> right. Um, pretty much. So. Lost in the archives. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. Uh, For my time, I mean, you know, yeah, the last thirty years, like I'll I'll count that even forty, you know, I'll give mm-hmm. it, I'll give you the eighties, but after mm-hmm. that, like seventies guys, come on, the game's changed so much. It really has so much. Yes, these teams would annihilate, mm-hmm. Anni- like it wouldn't even be a match. <laughs> it really Iron curtain my ass. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, well, you could hit back then. You want these guys to fucking hit you? You want to play the same same rules? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm taking no everyone. Thanks. Yeah, this all decade team. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I take the all decade. 10 to 20 team over anybody. Yes. Anybody's all decade team. Yes. Even like the Ray Lewis decade team. Like, mm-hmm. And that team would have been fucking stacked too. Mm-hmm. But these this past decade, oh man. Just yeah. the, how dynamic some of these players yeah, are. Dude. How freakishly athletic all of them are. The like, game keeps on changing. I mean, you, you got 280 pound defensive ends that can run, you know, four three forties. Right, right. You know, Jordan Davis is 335 pounds and he ran what, 4.7? He's catching my ass. And I'm not slow. I mean, I'm not like the fast guy. Don't get me wrong, but. I've seen you sprint. You yeah, got some you know, good well, form. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Yeah, bud. Every now and yeah, again, bud. I can, I flying can hit, up on that turf, I can hit hit the gas sometimes. <laughs> Thirty yards less. 
burn out pretty quickly. I've been working on that though. Yes, yes, the aerobic. Capacity. I wrote 10k yesterday. There you go. 10 fucking k. What was your your time? Dude, 45. Nice. Around 45. Very nice. Okay, yeah. My my middle uh, uh, nice section, e- easy from, pace. That's perfect. For, from four to six k was 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 where I was. I was like, I I need some some refreshment. I see. Okay. So I, I had Bart go out and get me a Gatorade. And I was like, <laughs> dude, can you get me a Gatorade? He's like. <laughs> How much do you have left? And I was like, 7,000 meters. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I took, He's like, you're, you're going to be there a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I took a little halftime break, like right around 5,000. Nice. For, just to take a couple sips of Gatorade. Uh-huh. So I probably took like 45 seconds to a minute off in between oh, there. But then continue to back up just, just, just to regain. But yeah, man, like these are my stats. Yeah, 45, 46. Got some good splits, dude. I can definitely break 45 minutes. I think that, that'll be yeah. the next goal. Just yeah. pace that out a little better. But how did how did the, the effort feel on an RPE? Oh, it was like an 8, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It it was, was, I, okay. was, I was kind of dragging ass toward, <laughs> towards so the So it was riding threshold for... A, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little bit. Uh-huh. A little bit. I was like, fuck, man. And then, and then, honestly, I was sweating more after I finished than like when I was doing it. I, I got off and I was just, just dripping. I was like, oh my God. It was in my eyes. I, I was like crying at a certain point. I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. What did Bart say? Uh, um, he didn't stay for the whole thing. Oh, okay. okay. No, no. All but right. uh, I think he, 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 he gave me the Gatorade. But yeah, about, like I said, right around the 5K mark. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just, I just rode through the rest of it. God, you beast. the rest of it. I fucking respect that. Yeah, it was the most steady conditioning I've done probably since high school. Yeah. 45 minutes straight is a long yeah. time. Uh, yeah, I was, I was like... To have your ass planted on yeah. that thing. I was yes. like, I, I'm taking today off. <laughs> like, I, just, I just rode 10K yesterday. Right. After I squatted, I did a 5x5 five five oh squat. Oh my God. <laughs> I did 5x5. Five five so much knee extension At, 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 at 3.45, yeah, I was like, I'm, God I'm, damn. Taking, I'm taking today off. <laughs> Tomorrow I might just do like a little bit, but yes, yeah, it was kind a long reset. Day. It was okay. a long day. Okay, yeah, that's 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 fun though, dude. Good conditioning. Yes, yeah, good. I've, for I've you. been I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying a little bit of it. I'm like, all right. I do, I don't think I could do 45 minutes four weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's a I big did, step in the right direction. I did 8k, like I said last uh, on Thanksgiving. Uh huh. I, I woke up and did it did 8k that morning. What was your your time for that? Like 37 minutes. Nice. 38 minutes, give okay. or take. It was right in there. It may have, might have been like 38 something. Uh huh. So yeah, I mean, I was definitely more consistent this pace, and I was just like, all right. Yeah. I think I had, like, it was like 24, 25 your strokes, strokes per, per minute. Per minute, very consistent. 23, yeah. 24. And I was uh-huh. like, okay, stroke. Just riding it out in the mid 20s. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. Yes. Like seriously, the first 2,000, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. Right. So I was, I was like eight minutes in, and like I was looking at estimated time because it keeps going up. Yeah, right. You know, right like right. my first starts. Like, oh, 39. I got that. <laughs> and I was like 41. Uh, 55. <laughs> no, just because like during the break, you know, yes. everything slowed down. Right, right, right. Ah, oh, dude. But I was able to work it back down. Yes. Okay. Good for you though. Yeah, I appreciate it. Appreciate I respect it. that. I, I respect that. Yeah. Kind of work mean, on a little bit. Just one day a week. Yeah. For steady state. Yeah, dude. I think it's helping. Mm-hmm. Just like I said, just keep staying. Mm-hmm. Consistency and steady. Yes. Tell people, you want advice? Consistency and steady. No need to rush it. And that applies to almost every facet of life. Yeah, just got to be consistent yeah. about it. And Very like, true, dude. And actually be disciplined enough to go and do it every fucking day. That's where most people fail. Exactly, dude. I think I've, I've been disciplined at least lifting-wise for the last, like, fucking... 
15 years, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't stopped. I, I haven't stopped probably since 8th. No, I started in, in 8th, 8th yeah. grade. Cycling? Yeah. Oh, dude. No, no. Uh, weights. Okay, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. When did you start cycling then? I started cycling in uh, 2018. Okay, so recently. So, yeah. Relatively. Quite, quite recently. Yo, only a senior. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. That's right. Your senior year. And, uh, it's four <laughs> years. Yep. Yep. It just keeps getting more and more addicting. It's fun. Crazy. Yeah, dude. Probably yeah, but I certainly spend long hours in, in the winter on that indoor trainer, and I, d- I definitely know what it means to to have monotonous training, but at least I have a TV in front of me so, so I can yeah. watch. I was like closing my eyes. Right. You know, I, was like, right, right. I was looking out the window. <laughs> uh, There's a baby shower going on in the conference room. So like, I know that people from 520 are walking by. Like, oh, he's still here. Like, God damn. Another 45 minutes. Look you know, at this man. Like, <laughs> saw Bustos walk by like, two or three more times. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. After fun. a squat. Yeah, I'm not that sore though, you know? Nice. Surprisingly not. Nice. Surprisingly not. But yeah, that, that was, oof. that was tough. Yeah. Tough Good burger yesterday. Dude. Appreciate it, though. Appreciate yeah. it. All right. Very impressive. Back to football. Are we on Broncos Ravens now? We are on Broncos Ravens. Yes. Yes. Dude. Ravens. Easy. Nine and a half, though? Ravens. I don't think so. Defense Broncos, too good. Yes. And true. Russell will keep, like, just out of reach. You know, it'll be like, a, it'll be like an eight-point loss. <laughs> eight-point loss. So, Russell, to go against the grain here. Yeah, it's going to be 21-13. 21-13, so relatively low, low scoring? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um... In that case, I hope it's 27-13 because I have Jay Tuck on my fantasy team. Okay. So I, I need the man to, to produce. Dude, they can kick off your goals. I'll go, I'll go 27-13. That's fine. What, 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 got to with an 8 then. Oh, so true, true, true. 27-19. Yes. Sure. Yes. We okay. can go like that. All okay. field goals. Oh. Nine field goals. What a match that would be, dude. Nine field goals and a safety. <laughs> right. Right. Uh-huh. That'd be crazy. That'd be a crazy game, dude. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that would be how crazy. Yeah, okay. Browns, Texans, irrelevant. Browns. Uh, definitely Browns. Seahawks, Rams. This is the first matchup between the teams this season. Oh, uh, and for the second matchup, we're seeing them yes, live. Yes, we are. It's gonna be fun. Yes, and be again, really fun, if dude. the Rams can win this game, so Seahawks are currently out of the playoff picture. So they went from high flying to really slumping. Currently, mm-hmm. I think they lost three in a row. Is that what? No, two in a row. Two in a row. Lost two in a row. But they've both been very winnable games. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the control has just slipped out of their hands. Um, and uh, I, I do like where the Seahawks team is trending long term. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they had two fantastic picks in, in, in this past year's draft. Well, three actually. I mean, but two of their offensive linemen are starting on that line. And of of course you have Ken Walker. So you know this this team is built for the long term, with the exception of Geno Smith for obvious reasons. But um, you know even if they they miss out this year, I definitely think um, this 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 team is going to rally back in the next few, few few years and and be a force, a tour de force in the in the NFC West. You don't think um, Geno Smith can keep him afloat for the next few seasons? You think this he's is just thirty two? You think this is just one yeah. one magical run for him? That's it. Yeah, quarterbacks have seen have have shown to be durable. Sure, and he hasn't sure. played that much. So it's not like his body is taking too many hits. Yeah, true, true. But I think um, like like we were just talking about consistency is big, mm-hmm. and just seeing if if he can repeat this. Um, you know, he's he's never really played a full season of of adequate football. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I um, totally agree. I mean, his and, his seasons prior to this one have been you know uh, unfortunately one was cut short by getting sucker punched in the locker room. 
And yeah, that, that's that, right. That was during his third year. When, that's right. Really, when he's playing for the Jets, things were starting to come together for him towards the end of, of, of his rookie season. Uh-huh, sure. So it's unfortunate we didn't get to see more of him. Right. But I think he'll get a contract extension after this year. Yeah, sure. For at least two years. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Sure. sure. And frankly, if you get four more years out of Geno Smith, that's a great run. It, it, that's a that's fantastic run. That's a great run. run for him. And also what's exciting short short term here for the Seahawks is they also get the Broncos' first-round pick. So the they worst do, the Broncos yeah. do, <laughs> That's awesome. the Seahawks will, will be in a very good spot there. They're at the four spot right now? Yeah, they're at the four spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the Seahawks dude. needs some defense still? Um, Offensive weapons? Drop the quarterback? Dude, I think they need... I think they need a true defensive back who, who can really help, help them in that secondary, you know, bring back the Legion of Boom. But mm-hmm. what do I know? I'm not John Schneider. Mm-hmm. So... It would be fun to see. I mean, yes, I think a big, big money item will be a quarterback. Um, so, I know we just talked about the short term and long term implications of the Seahawks season, but for the game this weekend, yeah, happening in the now, <laughs> I'm I, I'm going to take the Seahawks here. Um, I know they are playing away, but the Rams have just been devastated by injuries. Cooper Cup's out, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they've they've just had a really rough rough go at it after winning <laughs> everything last year. So yeah. you know this is kind of a, a rebuilding year for them, and I think uh, they don't really stand a chance. So no, no wonder the Hawks are favored by seven. I think they'd be favored by at least three more if they were playing at home, just because of the of the twelfth man. That, yeah. that brings an exciting element to this team. Um, so yeah, yeah. With, with the Rams dropping quite literally five straight games, Jesus, it's um, and it's looking like pack it up for yeah. next year. Yeah, they've they've lost seven of the past eight games. Yeah, it's, it's Yikes, definitely dude. been a rough, I, rough I, year. Yes, I do think Sean McVay stays. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, absolutely. this this is not what a Super Bowl. I mean, right, exactly. And, and and as you stated, you know, it just completely plagued with injuries. Right. I mean, um, <clears throat> granted. That the defense hasn't been the same since losing Von Miller. True. Um, losing him along with Aaron Donald to get to the quarterback basically every single play. Yeah. Yeah. Is really, really showing. Right. That is. And if you get to the quarterback, then your defense can't really do anything. What is their de- defense ranked? Uh, as far as points against, they're 18, so like right in the middle. Yeah. Um, it's just, it just really does come down to the offense side of the ball just being yeah. terrible. They cannot score points. Yeah. Dude. They don't have a clear running back. They cut. Darrell Henderson Jr. Cam Akers right. has not been doing it for him. You know he has 274 rushing yards on the year, and Daryl was their starter for like one week. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and then he they just cut him. Fell off, and they cut him. Yeah, yeah. Looking Darrell, <laughs> Darrell Henderson Jr. I think he went to Memphis, dude. Probably. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Very nondescript, but NFL career. <laughs> Seahawks gotta win this game, though. Yes, for sure. They really have sure. to. They they have to stay in the hunt. They are on the outside looking. Are in they right seventh now. or eighth right now? Well, yeah, they're seventh because they're okay. behind the Niners. And that's right. And that's the right. Niners' stock is trending up. Yes, up, up, it up, is. Up. They're probably. I would say they're outside the Eagles because ten to one. They're the, they're the hottest team in football right yes. now. Yes. Offensively, which, which brings is a great us, segue. Yes, great a segue. fantastic two hot segue. teams, man. Uh huh. I think uh-huh. this is going to be the best matchup of the weekend. Yes, eight and three Dolphins playing against the seven and four Forty Niners, who uh-huh. I just stated are currently on fire. The addition of Christian McCaffrey, whilst taking targets away from guys like Debo on the outside, um, it's just opened up more lanes for Grapple to get the ball out to, to Brandon Ayuk. So mm-hmm. there's not as much focus on just one particular player anymore. Yeah. Um, 
Chris McCaffrey, like I said last in the last podcast, he's just so freaking versatile that you never know who has to guard him. I mean, mm-hmm. do you have to spy him with um, basically a nickel type player every single play? Because you, frankly, if he comes out or flexes out, um, to, to, flexes out into the slot and goes for a passing route, you know, I don't think your backer is going to be able to cover him unless he's you know like a Derwin James type that can really move. Right. right? Mm-hmm. If you're just going with your not, I don't want to say run of the mill, but you know your average NFL linebacker, Chris McCaffrey's going to burn him on, on routes. So no doubt, you have to game plan for him. And then, like I said, the uh, the uh, patient attack of Jimmy Garoppolo, as far as like, he's not even a game manager anymore. Like he's a legitimate quarterback who goes out there, and makes plays with his legs and his arm. Mm-hmm. So to say he's only a game manager at this point in his career, I think is just a disgrace to, to Jimmy G. You know, we had this debate before Jimmy G or Kirk Cousins still taking Jimmy G. <laughs> Still taking yep, Jimmy G. I would too. Yeah, yeah. This this definitely has the potential to be the the best game of the weekend. Um, both teams are red hot. The Dolphins here have. Are, I'm sorry. The Niners have have won four straight. The addition of McCaffrey just makes their offense so incredibly dynamic. They're fun to watch, dude. Um, it's it's tough to really decide this this game. So I I think it's going to come down to who has the better defense, really, um, because both teams will put up points. There's, there's no doubt about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Niners number um, one in uh, points against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they they definitely have the the better overall defense. It's, it's just a matter of who's gonna efficiently guard the combination of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Uh, Those two guys. Yeah. That's that's probably the best wide receiver pairing in the NFL. Right now it is. The God, both, dude. both got a thousand yards. Um, I believe so. Let's find out. Waddle, no, Waddle's close. Yes, he'll probably get them this weekend. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. He'll he's probably get nine It's not a shoeing to get it. I mean, he's, he's got to get thirty, what, thirty-seven yards. Yeah, he has more touchdowns. Okay, yeah, that's, pretty, that's pretty shoeing to get it. Yeah, yeah. Considering sure. he's averaging eighty-seven yards a game. God, so yeah. dude, he should. What a man. He should definitely do. Man it. among boys. Stats, though, man. Yeah, eighty-five targets. Grant, so Tyreek Hill's getting the majority of targets, but mm-hmm. still, yeah, he is one fifteen eighty-five. Like, yeah, about the same percentage. Yeah. Nah, Tyreek Hill has a little bit better hands. Unless Waddle is just getting, you know, I don't know, harder passes to catch. I don't mm. know if I can know. But homecoming for Raheem Mostert. That's back, right. Back against his old team, the Niners. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, I don't know who to pick, man. This is going to be a tough one. It's, it's it the, is a tough one. It's the essentially number one offense in the league against the number one defense in terms of points against sure. in the league. Uh-huh. They say defense wins games, but offense scores points. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins here. <laughs> I want to see the the Dolphins win here, so that'll help out the, the Seahawks, um, just in case they they win this this weekend. Um, that will help with with the NFC waste, kind of restructuring that that entire divisional package. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolphins getting four points here too. Ooh. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, yeah, I like the the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Chiefs Bengals here. Um, another good one. Yes, another great game. Chiefs are favored by two, playing away. Um, the Bengals' offense is a mystery right right now because they've they've been riding a roller coaster. They've had fantastic games on the offensive side of the ball, but they've they've also been non-existent at, in in other games. Joe, Joe Mixon, dude, that the man's a beast. If he can stay healthy, he's an easy top five back in the league, maybe top top eight. Um, but it's it's going to be a question of which since the offense decides to show up yeah. at, at home to play against the Chiefs, who definitely have a, a beatable defense like they yeah. have <laughs> um, in the past few years, for sure. You know, it's it, they've, they've always been so, so much more offensively focused. Um, but taking the the Chiefs here. Chiefs. Yeah. Probably a good call. 
Um, I was just looking at the scores previously, yeah, and, and totally right. The Bengals' offense is a mystery. Yeah. In the games that they've won, with the exception of last week, they scored 27 points or more. Mm-hmm. Last week, they put up 20. Um, and then the games that they've lost, you know, it's been 13 points or less. Oh, so it really wow. has been feast or famine for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Stat about Joe Burrow is undefeated against the Chiefs. Um, Bengals oh. are going to be at home. I think they uh, steal this game from them, man. They're just on a bit of a hot streak right now. Uh-huh. One okay. three in a row. Sure. Got the hometown fans behind him. Cincinnati faithful. I'm going to go okay. with them, bro. Now, is Joe Mixon healthy for this game? That's, that's uh, the big question mark. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I could find out real quick, though. Yeah, let's see. Because I have them on my fantasy team. So. Oh, yeah. So it does have implications. It will. It will. Yes. Let's check. Joey Mix. He is questionable. Yeah, trending towards the return to action. Nice. Oh, with the concussion protocol. That's yeah. right. So it's only his brain, man. You, know, you don't need yeah, that. He'll be fine, dude. It's it's not as near his hip, so he's safe. Yeah. That 56-point <laughs> run, though. Woo! God damn! That was a carry. That was the four touchdown, five touchdown game. Yeah. What a day. Yeah. What a day, indeed. What a day, indeed. Okay, so you're going with the Chiefs. And you're going with the Bengals. I am. Yep. I am. Okay. Chargers, Raiders. Again, implication is only really for the Chargers. I guess, yeah. I guess if the Raiders went out, I mean, maybe... Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. They're yeah. 12. I mean, I can say that for the for the Jaguars and the Browns and the Steelers, so if they went out, right? Yes. Right. right but right. basically outside looking in. Chargers mm-hmm. also outside looking in. Can they keep pace with the Jets? Helped out with the Patriots loss. So right. if they want that that seventh spot, got to win this weekend. Winnable game for them as well. Really, honestly, winnable game for both sides. Like, you just don't know. Same thing. Like, which Raiders offense is going to show up? Super inconsistent. Let's take a look at these scores here, man. Yeah, the games they've won, they put up 40 points, 38, 32, wow. 22 against the number two defense in the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And the games they've lost, 19, 23, 20, 23, uh, 29 of the Chiefs. Yeah, so like I said. Yeah. But then they put up a fucking goose egg against the Saints. So you just you just don't know. Who put up a, go- a goose egg last week against the Niners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugly. Comes back to bite you. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to take is- the Chargers here to win this one. Simply because better offense, score mm-hmm. more points. Yes, yes. Justin Herbert um, has has definitely had a fantastic year. He just needs he needs more support. He needs Mike Williams to come back in full health. So yeah, we'll see and Keenan to come happens. back in full health as yes, well. Yes, for sure, for sure. Joshua so, Palmer, yeah, that's quietly right. really good year. He is, dude. Really he good is. Year. And obviously, Austin Eckler is a dynamic mm-hmm. option in in the backfield. He's he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this this will be a a good game, a game of the running backs. You have Josh Jacobs and then Austin Eckler. So, um, but I think uh, Chargers at the end of the day will have what it takes to win, mm-hmm. uh, even if this is a home game for the Raiders, who are favored. Are favored. Crazy. And what does Vegas know that we don't? Right, right. Is it rigged? Is it rigged? Maybe just a bit. Um, and then also, Las Vegas was the the home for last night's Pac-12 championship. So my my brother and I were, were having a quick. Uh, talk about that. Yeah. How how much do you think the 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 Utah Utes players partied last night in Vegas? Oh, so that? hard, man. Yeah. Right. They, they stay overnight, or do they go home. I would hope they would stay overnight. No, they they definitely flew home. No, you yeah. think? Oh yeah. Fuck. After the game. Yeah. You you fly home. Yeah. You okay. definitely fly home. I mean that that's how it's been. Again, I never been to a bowl game, at least on the coaching side of it. Um, but after the game, you fly home. Yeah. Okay. Just to ensure they get good rest and are, are able to kind of yeah, but the school transition. the school is not going to front on a, a night. 
Yeah, that's that that's is super it. expensive, man. Yes, because you're you're you know keeping everyone there from from the players to the coaches to the support staff for the picnic pies, like everyone's staying. Right. So like each trip is like probably close to twenty k a day, mm-hmm. and then the, the charter plane by itself is probably twenty k a flight. Yeah, that that is a good point. So yeah, no 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 school is gonna be like yeah let, let them stay sure especially okay. in Las Vegas right especially right. Utah like, uh huh. They're flying back to Salt Lake City and staying there. <laughs> no parting allowed. But they have co-ed dorms there, I don't think. Right. Craziness. Yeah. So, yeah, they did not stay. No. Yeah, Fair bummer enough. bummer for USC, though, man. They God, it. they blew it. Fuck they it. had a chance. Wide open chance. To just walk uh, into the college football playoff. Yeah. I, I, I will say the people saying that the teams that didn't play this weekend shouldn't be allowed to back themselves in. There is merit to that argument. Because they're being punished for playing an extra game, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it's basically giving teams like you know Ohio State, Alabama, um, the Tennessee, even Clemson, the ones that are sitting just on the doorstep, like an extra day of rest. Yes, rest. exactly, dude. Although, although, sorry, Clemson's playing in the championship game, so but Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, mm-hmm. however. Right. Like I said, it's just a bye week for them. It is. Dude. They got to basically stay at home and like, yeah, I hope these guys lose. Right. Speaking of which, you're right. Let's check out the TCU score. Let's. Ooh, I'm gonna look up the, the World Cup score. Here we go. Oh shit. Oh, there. It's probably halftime. It's still halftime. Hot damn. That's All right, see this halftime. So we got uh, last game of the week though. Um, Monday night football. Ooh, twenty-one seventeen in the third. Yeah, so and, the game's oh, in the just third. a highlight. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Right, maybe? Cool. Oh, here we go. It was not. Had to go live. I had to go live. 21 17, K State is up right now. Upset brewing. And they have the ball. Yes. Come on, Horn Frogs. Let's see, dude. Crazy Frogs. And they hang on. All right. Argentina has scored a goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, Lionel Messi scored. Yes. Good for him. That just makes me so happy. Yeah. Good for oh, him. fantastic. 1-0 right now in the 35th minute against Australia. Legends doing legendary things. All right. Sorry for that quick sidetrack. Last game of the... Oh! Almost picked. Pick. You need yes, that. Yes. Catch that football, Last game here of the NFL slate this upcoming weekend. M- Monday night football. The Nolan Saints take on the uh, uh, Tampa Brady Buccaneers. Um, Bucks at home, bro. Take them. Yes. Saints trending way down. Their yes. stock is tumbling. Bucks, Dude, their stock is tumbling hard. Watch and this, bro. So Buccaneers probably win the division. Mm-hmm. Unless the Falcons can turn it around win a couple games. Right. Tom right. Brady in the playoffs. I don't want to play him. No. I, I don't. I don't either. I don't. I, the man has so much experience. Yeah. Not only that, just the clutch factor, dude. In that, too. You have to factor it in. Yes. He's done it so many times. So true, dude. Like, every time, it's like, oh, here we go, Tom Brady. Right. He's about to do Tom Brady things. Yeah, he is. And sometimes, you know, he's yeah, choking. He I mean, he's lost a lost couple games, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's still the GOAT. So, yeah, I'm going, going the Brady Bucks. Taking Bucks here, too. Easy money. Easy My T-Braids, T-Braids, yes. T-Braids. Yes, yes. All right, so that kind of wraps up the uh, the weekend football slate. Um, yeah. We want to discuss our, our our fantasy situations as well. Oh, yes. So I think, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and pull that up real quick. I think I'm... Um, because we are heading into the, the fantasy playoffs. Um, I think my league, this is the penultimate week of our regular season. Yeah. So we have one more week left next week, and then um, it'll be game time the week after that. Sorry, prime time. Yeah. I think that's correct with me as well. Same thing. So this is week 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we got the, our, our first round playoffs. Gotcha. And then uh, 
second round playoffs. Yeah. Looks like we're doing uh, two weeks. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, my league right now, super tight. Okay. Um, bunch of teams vying for position. So Now, which, got, which have, league are you talking about? Because so you're in two? Yeah, yeah. So, th- this is my, like, my, my money league. Okay. So, right now, I'm tied for first. Nice. Uh, eight and four. Uh, two of us. Okay. And then there's three teams at seven and five. One team at six and six. Yeah, okay. And okay, then that is tough. The other ones are basically out. Yes. And o- only four teams make it to the playoffs. Ooh. So you gotta be top four. Yeah. Yeah. So it is crowded at the wow. top. Okay. It is very crowded at the top. <laughs> yeah, it is. So quite literally every matchup matters. How but, much um, money's on the line for this? Uh so the winner will get like two hundred and seventy bucks. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah, a that's a solid like, amount. It's a good pot. Yeah. It's a, it's a good amount. That is, dude. It's a good amount. Um but yeah, it's been kind of like an up and down season for everybody. I mean, no one's really ran away with it yet. And then mm-hmm. uh, I will say that the the commissioner's team has uh, kind of given up a uh, you know about about a three game lead. Oh, about a three game lead. He coughed it up a little bit. I mean, recently okay. he got unlucky against me because uh, that was the week where I put it up like two hundred and sixty four points with the help of Joe Mixon. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it was yeah. great. It was great. <laughs> and then uh, he also put up over two hundred points that week. Wow. But, uh, yeah, so it's basically run straight down the list, though. Points for guys, the top two and one, two, and points against, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry to my one friend, Jack. Dude, yeah. The, but he's basically played a whole other game. He really has, yeah, dude. It's been unlucky. Look at that. Super unlucky. Wow. And then guy. other league, I think I'm also a little bit crowded. Um, I'm just 500 team. Uh-huh. Still have a chance to make it. Let's check the schedule here. I think this is also the penultimate week. For this playoff season, unless there's one more regular season week, yeah, there's one more regular season week after this. So same for us. Yep. I have to. I got two huge matchups coming up. I basically got to win this one, win both in this league in order to mm-hmm. make the playoffs here. There you go, dude. Coming down to the wire. It is. That's fun, dude. It is. That's fun. I How like about yourself? Okay, so I am the lone undefeated team left here there you go at, at 12 and 0 still in, managed to win in the dynasty in the dynasty and, and you just set yourself up for the long term yes yes so i am i feel good about my my team it's it's trending in the right direction so i just need to score either this week or next week to to clinch that number one seed because the guy at number two right now is 10 and two mm-hmm. and we were actually the the two teams to make that giant trade mm-hmm. At, at the top of the league here. Who'd now, you pick up again? Like okay, so the trade. Let me go to the uh, the recent because it, it it was like a eight player trade. Like it was a massive or ten player trade. No, eight massive trade. Ten player trade, right? Here it is. Yeah. So um, I traded away Anto- Antonio Gibson, Tyler Algier, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and the pet and the Pats defense. In return, though, I got Isaiah Pacheco. Yep. The starting back for the Chiefs. Michael Pittman Jr., who has potential as a great receiver for the Colts, despite the poor QB. Um, Bills D, Jamal Williams, Zay Jones. Unfortunately, I I did have to drop the Cowboys D. Yeah. So that that one hurt. Not um, a big deal. But yeah. Don't sweat the defense. Dude. Like like you said, I think for the playoffs here, I, I'm just gonna stream defenses yeah. at that point. Yeah. You know, I've I've made it that far. I, I just want to win. So. Um, I won this league back in 2020, and I think the winner got 225. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. So th- lots of money on the line here. You're, that team is stacked though now with, with yes, Jamal. It is. And dude. and Pacheco. It is. I mean, especially for the rest of this season. I mean, yes, like, for sure. You're, you're going to be set, and then for years to come. I mean, that I'm offense excited. isn't going anywhere. No, it's not. Dude. And Jamal's young guy, 27. I think we looked up yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. Or, or yep. yesterday, looked up today. Right. 
Feels like yesterday. <laughs> it does, dude. This has been a, a nice podcast here. Last uh, quick storyline here. Yeah, yeah. For this um, this league, I guess two. Um, there are four. I'm sorry, five teams tied at five and seven. Mm-hmm. And then there's the team in fourth right now is at six and six. So lots to be decided there for that fourth overall seed. Uh, there's essentially six teams competing for that fourth seed. Mm-hmm. That's big. Very, very big. Um, and then at the very, very bottom, the cellar dweller, um, the commissioner of our league is own 12. Ooh. <laughs> Lost every week. Huh? Lost every uh, week. You stepped in. Yes, he did, dude. You stepped in. No, no, that's a touchback. He stepped in. Yeah, it's a yeah. touchback. You can't, you can't step in, stupid. Come on now. How do you not no, know this rule no by now? No part of your body can be in there. So that was a great save? That was a great save. He should have dropped it. Yeah. He should have dropped it. Oh. Come on that's now. That's a touchback, dude. One foot. Yeah, great job. Oh, no, on, he's on already on the line, actually. Oh, yeah. But actually, he, no, he, he caught it. He yeah, stepped now, up. Now, now it's touchback. Yeah. 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 Even, even the right heel. Dummy. Yeah. Come on now. Can't do that, man. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. Because I think the NFL rules, no part of your body can touch the ball. And I think the same that, applies for college. Isn't right? the college a little bit different, though? Where, like, I think, like, in the NFL, I'm pretty sure, like, none of your body can touch the end zone prior to touching the ball. Okay. Which is why you see people that like dive oh. prior to it. Yes. Okay. In yeah. college, yeah, yeah. you can be in the end zone, jump up and like tap it. Right. And then the player has to maintain possession mm-hmm. outside of it. Yes. I think yes. that's the difference. So, yeah. 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 You it's a small a, difference. A bit more leeway with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I sure. believe that, that that's the only difference between the yeah. two rules. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. You have to catch it. If you just caught it, if he was falling over, just throw it back in. That's what you should. Or, or drop it. Right. Yeah. Right. So close, dude. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, it is. No, yeah, it no is. offense to him in the moment. <laughs> True. Like, I got it. Ah, what? <laughs> huh? Would you like to move on to our monologues? Oh, no. We skipped over CFP a little bit here, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We did. Let's go to, to uh, college okay. football playoffs here. Yes, sir. So big implications this this weekend, obviously. So TCU is playing right now against K-State, currently yep. down. Yep. We already got There's USC knocked out. left. Yes, USC is knocked out. Michigan has a cakewalk, um, at least it seems. And then Georgia plays LSU in the SEC championship. So um, you think if if Georgia loses that game, they're still in the top four? Yeah. 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 I think that they're they should be a lock no matter what. Yes. For I think sure. if Michigan loses, they're going to be out. Yes. If TCU cannot complete this comeback here. Mm-hmm. They're definitely going to be out, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, opens there's... the door for Ohio State, Alabama, and Tennessee. Sure. So you could have three oh SEC God. teams in there at the end of the day. That'd be massive. It would be disgusting. It would be. Uh, that would be just terrible. I, I mean, uh, I really don't want to see that. Oh, uh, man. That'd, like that'd so awful. many seasons passed. That'd be awful, man. Put Final Utah four. in there then. Yeah, right. Put Utah in. I mean, they yeah. they earned it. They you want to swap did. the champions? I, I'd be okay with that. I mean, granted... Yeah. yeah, but Utah would be the first three te- three loss team in the playoff, which you know you have a good point. But at the same time, win your freaking championship, yes, right to go yes. in the playoff. It matters, dude. It, 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 it has to matter, right? Are else not playing again? They're, they're playing for something because the margins are razor thin, which we discussed before mm-hmm. with college football, right? Where you know if you lose one game, you're basically out. Yeah, right? but if you go undefeated, you know, uh, with the exception of the USF team, you're you're gonna make it in. Right, Sorry, UCF team. Yes. You're going to make it in. And yes. Coastal Carolina, but come on. Right. It's, it's Coastal Carolina. It is, dude. It is. No disrespect to the Sun Belt. <laughs> but it's not a, a Power 5 conference. So No. Um, so, all right. So let's play 
devil's advocate here. Let's yeah. say that Georgia, Michigan, and TCU all lose their their championship games oh, with that. with USC already out. Yeah, who do you think the new four would be? So, and I guess Georgia still stays in, but yeah, Georgia would, Georgia would stay in. Oh man, if all four of them lost, right? That'd be amazing. Oh my dude. god, right? So I think, oh. <laughs> Because I would Do you keep pick, Georgia still at one. No, I I would move Georgia down to three. But who goes to one? Ohio uh, State. You fuck. just you move them up. Ohio State didn't play. Yeah, good point. Um, I would probably, I would probably keep Georgia there at at one actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think Even Georgia would stay at one. I, yeah. I mean, unless they get like torched. Right. I mean, right. That's the only way they. I feel like they would drop out of one. Oh, okay. Yes, the comeback you. is alive for the Horn Frogs, dude. The the quarterback there took a massive hit. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! That was a great ball, though, man. Yeah, it was. He stood in there and it was. chucked it. I, I thought he was gonna oh. walk to the end zone first. I, yeah, I did too. God, he took a lick. I wonder if they'll show the replay. All right, so back, back to your question, though. Yeah. yeah. So I think if Georgia loses, you know, keeps it close, whatever, one score game, and they lose, sure. I think they could, they could still be number one. If Michigan loses, do they flip with Ohio State? I mean, how could how could they? Because they, they they beat Ohio State, right? Right. But do you move Alabama back in? I saw. I think okay. If TCU loses, I think Alabama will slide back in because that's two spots open. Okay. Sure. Um, Ohio State will probably take that next spot. Uh huh. All right. Um, I think you have to count in the injury to Herndon Hooker at this point to Tennessee. Yeah, for that sure. That offense is just not going to be the same it's because not, you're, you're playing your back quarterback. It's Granted, not. I don't know who the back quarterback is, and maybe he's super talented. He goes at Tennessee, so I'm sure he is. Uh-huh. Um, and he's taken reps with the second team all year long. It's been a right. long season, so there's definitely been, been some progression and development, you'd hope, throughout the season. And they're sure. going to play indoors, so the weather won't be an issue at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if Clemson wins their ACC championship, I think you got to put them in the top four potentially. But right. that, that would be a huge freaking jump for them. Like, that would be They would mess. go from nine to four. So, <laughs> right. all right, everybody loses. Ugh. I think so I think Michigan to Purdue, you'd have to drop them because that, that loss just does not look good. No, dude. So Ohio State might go up, take their spot. Mm-hmm. So I would say Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, and ugh. Yeah, because <laughs> you're either going to take Penn State or... Oh, Tennessee or Clemson if they would. Probably Clemson Oh, then. yeah, true. Clemson would be a four. Yeah, they would. Clemson would be four. Yeah, they would. Yeah. It would find a miracle to, to get in there. But, yeah, that would be a fun scenario to play out. Also, they, make it a they, headache for the committee. They can't jump Utah, you know, like that far up. Right. They can't. Right. Three losses. Mm-hmm. They, they, if, if LSU wins, they'd, they'd almost have a better on paper, although there are more top 25 teams in the Pac-12 than there are in the SEC currently. So right. I don't want to hear about the Pac-12 being a cupcake schedule no more. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, who would you take? I would take uh, Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, and then number four spot. Um, I think, okay, I think, hmm, I would probably take Clemson or Penn State. Yeah, if, if Clemson wins the championship. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I think they're they're automatically in there. I mean, I think um, Penn State's the third best team in the Big Ten, though, so I don't think they're going to make it. Yeah. Now, okay, that is fair. Yes. That that is very fair. I think if if Michigan loses to Purdue, but it's a one, it's a single possession game, they'll stay in. They they stay drop in. to the four seed. Dro- yeah, so it'd be Georgia versus Michigan. Right, right. That, that could be a fun matchup. That could, but, be, that could um, be fun. The chance that happens though is very rare, unlikely, very very slim, but still fun to 
to talk about because this is a sports podcast after all. So let's see. Uh, okay. Oh wait. Keep running. Just keep running. Keep running. Yeah. Oh, they go. They call him down. He's like, I think look, he look was the replay. clearly down. Does elbow hit or butt? Elbow or butt? We'll I think his butt did. Now. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. He, he could have rolled on top of him. We've seen he it certainly. before. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. His ass, butt has to I think, come I think down. his ass hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty clear. Yeah, his, his like, right bounce right up. Yeah. Oh, oh, of course the crowd's doing the, overreacting. The fucking uh, Patrick Stewart, John Luke. <laughs> Hand, hand sign like what is this you know slight, your pinky and uh, ring finger are bent in slightly that's funny dude. holding it straight out like you're holding a tray <laughs> right like you know just questioning the refs I know like discretion yeah discretion okay. well so he's in slow-mo and down yeah yeah they're clearly down dude butt cheek equals down uh-huh in case you didn't know sir yes if, if you're caboose you're not loose <laughs> not loose at all I like that not loose at all yeah, so this this is a fun weekend for both NFL and college football. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, dude. Very, very fun time to be a, a, a sports fan. I agree. It really is, dude. I agree. And uh, Okay, so question here as, yeah, yeah. as we wrap up. Now that the U.S. is out of the World Cup, are, are you going to watch any more matches? Probably not. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. That's fair. That's fair. So speaking of the World Cup, um, i just like to briefly talk about the the u.s here i know they they lost in the round of 16 against the dutch um i saw it coming but for them to make it out of the group stage was a win in and of itself and uh more specifically though that game against iran when they had to win watching those last 10 minutes of pure defense clearing balls out of the box time and time again just really trying to sit back there and protect themselves against the Iranian attack for those those last 10 minutes, you know, to put themselves on that steadfast wall and just hold up a giant front uh, was just fun to watch, dude. Like, hanging on for their World Cup lives. It was just so much fun to watch that. It was the complete opposite, so kind of a nice juxtaposition to their appearance in the group stage at the 2010 World Cup when they had to, to score... And, and win that, that, that game against Algeria to advance to the round of 16. But in that game, it was nil-nil going into extra time at the end of the game. And Landon Donovan scores a goal right as time is about to expire to then um, put it in, into a draw, thereby excluding the U.S. from the round of 16. But Landon was, was able to save them an absolute brilliant moment. Actually, that was what really inspired me to play soccer. Because I've I've been playing now for like twelve years, wow. and that that year in twenty ten it inspired me that that much to to pick up the the game and uh, the legend of Landon. Yes, the legend of Landon, dude. Absolutely brilliant moment, and uh, you cannot forget the pass from Tim Howard in in goal. He just launches it upfield. So, um, but yeah, kudos to the the U.S. World Cup team. Um, I'm proud of you boys. You you came a long way in this World Cup. You showed your your true potential, um, and I'm just excited to see what what you can produce in 2026 when the when we host the World Cup in the great nation of the U.S. of A. So uh, it'll be fun to to see what's what's gonna happen in the years to come. That was great. Thank you. That was awesome, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the best for Team USA. I'll 
I'll pay attention again in four years. And there you go. Probably some of the qualifiers along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll follow a little bit of awesome. international soccer. Uh, awesome. I will. I will say I'll. I'll cheer for one of the one of the underdog teams though. You know, and basically, let's have someone new in the World Cup. You know, like mm-hmm. go Senegal you know, or something. Yes. Like that. Yes. Very. I guess they'd have the least likely shot to win it right now, mm-hmm. you say? It's very, very I guess tough. it was the U.S. Or no, U.S. had a better shot to win than they did technically. Uh, yeah. Just the U.S. had like a just 2% chance a or something like margin. that. margin, right, right. Senegal is like 1%. Less than 1%. Yeah. Senegal, if, if they won against England, then they would have to play Spain. Wow. <laughs> so it just gets harder, dude. Wow, yeah. 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 Go, that, go Senegal. Yep. yep. They can pull it out. Yes. So dude. I got to touch upon hockey as of often course. as I can here. Uh, big stat that I want to go over. So the Devils won. Sorry, the Devils month of November was the winningest November in NHL history. So they won 15 out of 16 games. They they secured the most points possible. They had 30 points in the month of November. Uh, it's just it was really was a fun run to watch. They tied their franchise record uh, as far as the number of wins in a row at 13. Unfortunately, they couldn't extend it to 14, but they came back out, won three more in a row. And they lost uh, two nights ago, and they play again tonight against the uh, division rival and the Flyers. And the only critique I have for them is that they have a couple slow starts. I mean, most of their wins have been comeback wins. Uh, but they gave up two early goals to Nashville, and then they scored three in a row, and then they just couldn't end the game and gave up a goal with eight seconds to go in regulation. So if if they can just, uh, damn it, this screen my monologue, I think TC just, just threw an interception. <laughs> but if the Devils can just start off the game a little quicker... They're going to be one heck of a force to beat. Uh, and it's been, it's been, I've said it since the beginning of October. I'm really excited to see where this year progresses. And um, Devils have a legitimate shot to actually go out there and win the Stanley Cup this year. So let's make the playoffs. Let's keep this run going. I don't really care about the President's Trophy. If they win it, great. But hell yeah, man. Let's go out and win the Metro. Let's make the playoffs. It's going to be a great run. I love it. I love it. Appreciate it, bro. There we go. Again, shout out to Dion. Thanks again for coming to Boulder. <laughs> really appreciate that. And for Tone, yes. still my boy. Yes, yes. Maybe I'll text him. Like, hey, man. Go, dude. I brought shout you on out. my podcast. Excellent. You're a great guy. I love it. Hard dude, this this was a blast once yeah. again. Happy December. Yes, dude. Happy December. Just a few weeks away from Christmas. It's a good time of year. Yeah, about to go get a tree. Yes, there you go, dude. Yeah. There you go. Go hack down some lumber. Yep, that's going to be it. <laughs> it's going to be it. Then maybe land some. Yeah. All right, bud. Next week. <laughs> All right, bro. Till next time. <laughs>